a mother's cry. Sweet little baby toes. I used to kiss those. Rub your nose close to mine. If I could rewind time, I would do everything the same. I mean, seriously, though. God gave you your name. He formed you in my womb, and I carried you there. I got acid reflux as you grew your hair. My blood pressure rised as I awaited your cries month after month, counting down the time, waiting for your arrival, for you to be mine. Laboring for you, I endured all the pain. And on that day, I was forever changed. I nursed life into you with the meal of my breasts. And now, my son, I must lay you to rest. A mother's cry is saying goodbye. All the hopes and dreams I had for you. And realizing I'll never get the opportunity for those to come true. I'm hurting because I just can't understand. But I am comforted as I continue to trust God's plan. Thank you so much for gracing me with your sweet presence. I just know that Jesus is holding you in heaven. A mother's joy is holding her boy, never letting go, even when he says so. Experiencing the honor of watching him grow with you, my sweetheart. I'll never know. I pray to God he helps me to heal from this natural loss of my Jensen Jaleel. Mommy loved you, baby, with a snotty nose and tears running down my eyes. And I'm going to miss you so much. And that is why your mother cries. Good morning and welcome back to the Backport Chilling. So, yes, you guys hear it. I have been crying my eyes out, okay? And I don't care how y'all feel about it because y'all know I don't be caring. <laughs> I done sat out here and watched the sun come up, which it came up, but, like, you can't see it because it's cloudy as hell outside. A little cool, too. A storm is about to pass through this area and... Y'all, a storm literally has been just passing through my life. I don't know. Like, I just feel like this year has been just so full of lessons. 
and it's it's been just so difficult. I know I told y'all this, all these fun things. I mean, I know I told y'all a lot on our last episode. Let me just tell you, I told y'all a lot, and I know it. Right? But a lot changed since then. So, yeah. You know. But I promised to tell you guys the story about me giving birth. And so, let me do that now. Um, so... I don't even remember what day it was, like what the actual date was. It had to be the 22nd, though, because November 22nd. It had to be November 22nd, actually, now that I think about it, because I had basically spent like most of the day like vacuuming out my car in front of the yard. I mean, in my front yard. Um, And I. I don't know. Like, I remember I just. I don't know. I just remember vacuuming out the car and um, I'm sorry I did with that. I don't know. Y'all know I just have those dramatic ass pauses, but oh my God, I'm yawning. Like, how am I even yawning? Like, I just got up. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, that's probably why, but I'm just saying like, I just got up. Like, I mean, but I've been up, like I've been up for like over an hour. So I don't know why I'm yawning. Like, I think it's the tears, y'all. Like, the tears really make me really sleepy as hell. Like, I can sleep all day if I'm just sitting in bed crying and sleeping all day, which I've been really trying not to do. But, um, so I remember I spent most of the day just vacuuming my car. And I remember, like, after that, you know, I wanted to wind down with a nice bath, a hot bath. And so I ran the bath. And I, you know, went to sit in the bath. And I just remember, like, I was also fussing at my son. So I was also fussing at, you know, my oldest son. I don't know what his deal was, like, you know, towards the end of my pregnancy. But it was like his behavior was so terrible. Like, it was, you know, like what people would say, he could feel that baby coming. Yeah, you know, it had to be that or something because, like, he was just showing out. And, like, my one-year-old was just, you know, he wasn't, like, quite really showing out yet i'll put yet on it um so i'm just gonna tell you guys like about the birth and then like just tell you guys a little bit about afterwards like i don't know i'm just gonna talk to you guys per usual so um i just remember like getting in the tub and just feeling like i thought my water broke like i don't know like i didn't think i had peed on myself or anything but you know that kind of happens like every now and then if you sneeze or something too hard in your third trimester (laughs) like so I don't know but I felt like I had like my water had broken but I was also sitting in water so I couldn't tell so you know I'm like like, not tripping about it like no big deal but I called my husband I just remember like telling him like you know hey I'm not like making a big deal but I think my water broke Uh, you know I don't know (laughs) because I was sitting in the tub he's like yeah no it normally doesn't happen that way and I just remember like getting really pissed like the hell are you talking about it doesn't normally happen that way like i mean what is you talking about like because you don't have water oh okay well i digress (laughs) because yeah y'all that joint had pissed me off but anywho so i mean now that i'm thinking about it i just really wish that i would have like i don't know i would have listened to him or something because maybe I maybe things would be different. Like I'm looking for every it's, it feels like every day I'm looking for reasons why things should be different. 
or it could be different. But I um I went to the hospital or I went to the maternity center. I ended up driving myself because, you know, he, he had to stay there with the kids. So I mean, getting off work, coming home, he stayed there with the kids while I drove myself to the maternity center. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to get checked up. You know what I mean? Just to make sure, because I just want to make sure that, you know, my everything was fine and my little baby was fine. So I went and everything was like seemingly checking out. My water hadn't broken. So I hated to admit it, but he was right. <laughs> but they did tell me that I lost the rest of my mucus plug. And so maybe that was what like that feeling i guess of release was that i was feeling so um because which i had been like losing it all along the entire time anyway um but yeah like i'm sorry let me just say that i'm sorry for breaking the commitment you guys like I really didn't mean to. Like, that's the thing about it. Like, I I just didn't have the words to say to you guys. Like, I just didn't have the words to say to really reflect how I was feeling, you know, and I just didn't know how to how to how to break news to you guys. But anywho, so I went to uh yeah i was there at the maternity center and i'm like they're like they're gonna send me home so i'm like okay cool because i can go back home because i had some crabs waiting on me y'all i was gonna eat some crabs or whatnot and i was like this is interrupting eating my crabs like i had some crabs on the table waiting like literally i had just warmed them up well i had like yeah i mean but i decided when i finally made the decision to actually go and get checked because you know yeah and so I, um, they were like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and admit you, um, because there was protein in my urine and my blood pressure was high, you guys, which I experienced that with both my sons. Now, in hindsight, I would, I feel like I should have spoken up at that moment and told them that I felt like I would be okay for at least another week. Like I wanted to hold my baby in another week. Um, I really just wanted to make it to December as far as like he was due, um, December 10th. And so I wanted to, you know... I really like to carry my children all the way to term. I don't know what it is, but I'm not extremely into, like, you know, the inducing. Like, I don't know what it is. I just don't feel... I, I'm going to say what it is. I think it's because with my second son, when they induced him, he, like, they had to, like, watch him for his breathing. And, you know, it is basically because, like, you're rushing what's supposed to be a natural process. Like, you're rushing it. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're giving medicine to, like, force the body into going ahead and doing it. And then, like, you know, so there's things that kind of come along with that. And that part of it was for my second son was his breathing. It was like, you know, they were just like, I don't know. I mean, it regulated on its own and everything within a, you know, uh, while we were still in the hospital, but they took him from us for a period of time, you know, and he was in the nursery while they monitored his breathing. Um, and you know, and so I don't, I just, I don't know. I've always kind of had an aversion to being induced anyway, but that, you know, really kind of put it there for me. Um, especially, you know, so, um, but nonetheless, they're telling me that they're going to induce me and I let them, which I regret 100%. And, um, because I don't know, because my, because I also want to let you know, like I also change providers and like, I know that I'm not like, I'm not, 
I'm just telling you guys, like I had also changed providers. So like my previous doctor, I had just changed providers. So I got a new doctor. He wasn't new to the office. I already had known him. Actually, I'd had him like years back. We had a little small falling out and I actually didn't really like care for him personally. So um, I ended up getting switched. So I had had the same, you know, OBGYN for like maybe like the last 10, you know, 10, 15 years. But um, he had stopped delivering babies after my last son was born, like right after. So my last son was his, you know, one of his last few babies. Um, and being that we, yes, y'all, we had done, done the back to back thing, um, you know, but I had to get a new provider this time. And so um, he had decided to go ahead and induce me. And so, you know, they admitted me and I stayed in the hospital that night and they induced me around like four o'clock in the morning the next morning. Um, and yes, like, so when they, um, you know, they, he came in to work my water and like, even that, I don't know, but even like saying that just sounds bad. Like, I don't know why, but I just, I'm not with that induction thing, but, um, you know, so then it was kind of like a waiting game. Now I will tell you guys that I had both of my other children with the epidural. So I didn't really feel shit. Like, honestly, that shit numbed me from like waist down totally didn't feel like anything but taking like I don't know a massive shit like it's the, it just felt like I was taking the biggest shit of my life right <laughs> that's how I said it. that's how I said it felt like with my first son my second son not even that like it was just like literally five pushes gone like he was out of there <laughs> like and it was you know what I mean so it was you know really good um and I was you know and I healed well um after him but this time go this go around I decided to do it without the epidural y'all what the fuck <laughs> like let me just say, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, why did I make that decision? I have no freaking clue. I have no clue why I made a decision. I, I mean, like, now, now, I, in my heart of hearts, I believe that I made it because I needed that, right? I needed that with him. And, and I needed it, period, because I needed to be a stronger woman. And he made me stronger in so many aspects because he, um, because, you know, like I said, like, I mean, I was chilling for, like, the first maybe, like, two hours maybe like the first two hours after they broke my water I was chilling and then like but by the time that third hour hit it was like seven o'clock those contractions had started like really like reeling in on my ass like I had started feeling them and it was like starting to hurt hurt like it wasn't like just hurting no more it was hurt hurting okay and by the time it was all over, y'all, like, I was, like, moaning and groaning. I was freaking, I had a spaz on my husband because, first of all, y'all, he only been through epidural-ass births. So, <laughs> like, he was just used to chilling, basically, on the couch until, you know, it was time to push. But this time, no, hell no. You ain't no chilling on the couch. Like, if I got to be doing toiling in pain, like, you literally need to get your ass off here. I was like, I mean, are you going to rub my back or something? Like, I was spazzing up in that bitch, like, for real. Like, get your ass over here. <laughs> uh, and so he comes over, and he don't know what the fuck to do. Like, so he just kind of, like, rubbing, like, my shoulder. Like, you know, the nurse was coming in, and she was, like, super... Like, you got this. You can do this. Like, so encouraging. So, like, he started, like, picking up, you know, her vibes finally. Like, you know, but it was, like, it was, for what, a learning experience for us both. Because, uh, like I said, I never have uh, had children that way. Um, well, the natural way, the way that it's supposed to happen. I had not given birth to my child without medicine. My kids without medicine up until this point. So, you know, like, it was so weird. Like, and I said I was going to, like, record this episode on video. But I, I don't know, like... I'm going to tell y'all why I didn't at the end. But, um, 
So I'm like in here, like he's like rubbing my head. Y'all, I'm snatching my head away from him like so hard. It was so funny. Like, I mean, it's funny now. Like, oh, it was funny. Like, to think about it. You know what I mean? Like, but like at the time I was just hurting so bad. I just didn't. It was like I I wanted his support, but I like I didn't want to be touched at the same time. And then I had all these I had the bands on me because they had to monitor the baby's heart, um, heart rate. You know, because of um, I think we had they I was told that we had started entering the first stage of preeclampsia. Um, and so it was, you know, we were entering kind of like, I guess, a risky zone for me and the baby. Well, I'm not, I guess. I mean, I know that we were entering a risky zone for me and the baby. That's what I was told that we were, um, that we were entering the first stages of preeclampsia, which is why we, they had decided to go ahead and induce. Um, and so, you know, they had the bands on me. And so the nurse was like, oh, my God, the nurse kept coming in. And, like, one of, like, because, I mean, I had a bunch of nurses, right? And one of the nurses kept coming in, like, wanting to adjust the bands. But by the time, like, that shit started really hurting, like, I had, like, popped the nurse's hand, like, ah, ah, bitch, back it up. Like, do not touch me. Like, don't touch me. Like, y'all, it hurt so bad. I didn't want to be touched. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let me go through this on my own. So then I call myself, like, gonna get on all fours. I'm like, can I turn around in this bed? And then, thankfully, one of my classmates, y'all, shout out to Megan. Shout out to Megan because one of my classmates was uh, a nurse in there. And she's like, yes, girl, you can do whatever you want. Like, (laughs) so I'm like, okay. So I've turned my big ass over. First of all, it was so hard to, like, it took me, like, three different shifts to, like, turn over. And then (laughs) I finally turned my ass over. And then I realized, like, hell, fuck no, this is not the position <laughs> that I want to be in. Like, get me back on the other side. Like, I was on all fours, but it was not. Uh-uh. That, that was hurting, too. Like, it was hurting. Like, so I was like, oh, hell no. Uh-uh. Uh, I am not going to be, uh, I am not going to be bucked over in here just in pain and just not knowing what to do with myself, okay? So, um. I'm like, I just, you know, that's really, like, the thing. I just really didn't know what to do. Like, there was really nothing I could do to, like, escape the pain. Like, you know, like, that's how I felt. Like, I just felt like I could not escape. <laughs> like, it literally, it was, the pain was holding me hostage. Like, because any, because, I mean, like, but there was, actually, I'm going to tell you that. I will tell you the only thing that helped me um, was the breathing. So, the breathing, and I made noise. Like, yes, I made a noise. It was like... <sighs> Like, huge inhale, and then, like, whoo, like, all the way down. Like, I was literally hooing. Like, I was, like, like, and that is, I don't know why, but that was the only thing that could, like, really soothe me. You know what I mean? Like, and then, like, I, by, by doing that, my mouth was dry as shit. Like, and dry, like, my throat was dry as shit. So, like, I'm, like, like, I'm, like, ice me. <laughs> like, y'all know in Zootopia when he's, like, ice him. <laughs> like, ice the bitch. Like, that's how I was feeling. Like, ice the bitch, man. Like, because I know I was being a total bitch in there for real. But it was hurting. And then I'm like, so my husband's like, drive. Like, but he kept giving me the damn cup. Like, I was getting pissed. Like, stop giving me the cup. Nigga, hold it. Like, so then he was holding the cup and then giving me the spoon. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, so then finally he just picked up on the fact that like nigga I can't hold the cup I can't hold the spoon like I'm about to knock all this over like <laughs> so he started dropping the ice in my the ice cubes like in my mouth okay yes that was helping because I then I could actually like you know drink and my mouth wasn't super dry and then when I inhaled <sighs> exhale like so yes but it was like a way louder like noise but i obviously like i'm not gonna remake it for y'all because like no y'all not that exclusive i'm just playing y'all exclusive but no um yeah so that's what happened like 
we was in there like and so then okay i really technically my water hadn't all the way broken i was like at eight centimeters and then he told me the doctor told me that i could start like kind of like start pushing if i wanted to push i was gonna push you know you know because like we were still waiting for um like my water to really like fully break that would you know or fully like release so that was what you know while i was toiling in labor and pain we were waiting on by the time i got eight centimeters though of course i could push and so literally we started pushing and then like he was like the, the doctor was like he was gonna give me some specific instructions and if i really wanted to get the baby out so we, we took his advice and y'all literally my baby came right out um no stitch no 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 tears no like he came right out and they put him on my chest y'all and it was like oh my god i felt the most proud of myself that i ever probably felt <laughs> ever like because i felt proud of myself for my other kids but there was something special you know about jansen because he he was special from the get-go like i'm gonna just say he was special from the very beginning of his conception or i mean i don't know how specially concepted that he was because i don't remember like the actual sex right but i do know that like the entire pregnancy was different i will say that and um so he you know came out and he's just so damn cute y'all like but like two seconds after he came out the nurse was like sticking his her finger like 30 seconds after he came out the nurse was sticking her finger in his mouth i guess to like make sure i guess like he uh i don't know because like i want to say he cried i can't even remember if he cried like that's the thing like uh, but i want to say he cried or something i don't know but he like she was sticking her finger in his mouth i guess like the clearest throat or clearest mouth i don't know what she was doing it for but all i know is my baby wasn't feeling it because he bit her ass like 30 seconds after he was born he bit the nurse like i was like bro like <laughs> he chill and they um kind of like wiped him off we did some skin to skin and um yeah it's like it was just beautiful he was beautiful like he was just it was worth every last second of the pain that i had been experiencing up until that point and let me just tell you the contractions just feel like like every organ and every like thing that exists inside of your body is like forcing itself downward like that's what it feels like <coughs> and so excuse me but yeah so that's what it pretty much feels like and um you know, but after the point that the baby actually comes out and that is like, oh, my God, I cannot explain how it feels to have like an actual like life protrude out of your body or like like produce a life out of your body. Like by the time they actually grabbed his little self and, and took him out, you know, like it was like a, it was like a uh, like it was I don't know, like a relieving feeling, but also like a very like releasing feeling. Like, almost as if, like, I mean, I don't want it to sound like this, but, like, if you've had, a, like, if you've, like, had a shit stuck up your ass, like, for the longest, and, like, I mean, like, a whole nine months, and then, like, like you finally shit it out, like, you know what I mean? It was, like, a, immense relief, because the contractions literally stop immediately, like, your body immediately knows that you've now given birth, like, you know what I mean? But it was, like, super special, and, um... You know, and then he breastfed, like, for, like, the longest after that. Like, he really was, like, going to town. And that's one thing I will say that my baby did not do is miss out on any meals, baby. He was going to town. Like, um, and it's weird because I said I wasn't going to breastfeed him. But I don't know what it was. I just, like, I never doubted it once he came. 
Like I never was like, give me a bottle or, you know, it was just like, no, just like, just hand me my baby, let him nurse with his mama and, you know, let him be right here, you know, with me. And so um, now he came on the 23rd, November 23rd, which was two days before Thanksgiving. So I'm thinking like to myself, like, uh, you know, I have so much to be thankful for, you know, and I felt like that the entire time. Um, but they ended up clearing us to go to leave the hospital the next day. Um, it, again, so I'm also looking at things in hindsight. I really deeply, deep down regret doing that as well. Um, because we could have stayed an extra day. Um, but we went ahead and went home. And I think that part of their reasoning probably for clearness, for one, my baby came out healthy. He was beautiful. You know, he was feeding, you know, so, um, yeah, like, I don't know. So we left. I mean, I think it was part of it was like also the Thanksgiving was coming up. I mean, I think that people were still going to have to be in the hospital anyway, but I don't know. We ended up going home and which my husband was ready to go home and I kind of was, but like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think that like deep down in my heart, I probably could have like stayed another day and I wish that I would have. Um, but I don't know. Because I think that normally when you have your baby, you stay for two days. Like, I stayed for two days with my other kids, both of them. But we only stayed one day after he was born. Um, well, but see, okay, and the reason why I say that, but see, the thing, I mean, it's weird because, like, technically I had him at, like, 9 o'clock in the morning. So we stayed that full day, and then um, we stayed, of course, the next day, but... I think, I'm, yeah, the next day we were able to leave, I think around like afternoon. So about maybe like three o'clock, good morning, we were, um, we left. And so, um, y'all, when I got him home, he was just, oh, he was so precious. Uh, and I got, I was really nervous, like about, you know, having two little ones, like, you know, having the two littles, like, I was thinking to myself, like, oh, my God, what am I going to do with these two little boys? Like, these boys are going to be, like, the best of friends, because three had already loved him in the belly, like, rubbed him, talked to him, you know, but look, three was so pissed when he came home, so we didn't, when we first came home, we stayed one night with just our baby, and then uh, the next night, um, we ended up bringing the big boys home, like, the following day. And let me just tell you that, like, three was not having it. So my one-year-old's like, what is that? <laughs> like, what is that? Like, every time he came in our room, what is that? What is that? What is that? Like, he would ask me, like, like ten times, like, shit, you not. And then he was like, is that the baby? <laughs> like, yes, boy. Like, you know this is the baby. Like, why do you keep asking? Like, bro, like, don't be hating, okay? Because he up in your spot. Because, like, mind you, we had just kicked him out of the bed, like, maybe in September or something, and, and here it is, you know, it was November, so, right, like, he's like, what's that, up in my bed, like, up in my parents' bed, you know, without me type shit, <laughs> so, I'm, like, laughing, because, like, I don't know, he's just so funny, like, he kept saying that, and then we ended up, um, you know, like, loving him, we just loved him, I remember I woke up on Thanksgiving Day, it was weird, because, like, I felt so, like, I don't know, I felt, like, at first, I felt, like, really like, you know, I don't know. Like, I just felt like so overjoyed, of course, at, at the birth of my baby. But I think that 
the lack of like I mean I don't know okay let me not say the lack of familial support because I had family support right but it was like my family situation has been like just I don't know totally different and it was just I didn't feel surrounded by all the I don't want to say I didn't feel all the love I needed because my husband was there and, you know, my, my dad and my stepmom were there and they came and visit us in the hospital because it was so weird. He was born literally two days after they had lifted the hospital visitation restriction or the maternity center visitation restriction. So, um, you know, my, so my, my dad and my stepmom came and visited us and my aunt and my, and I asked her to bring my oldest son and he came and saw his baby, you know, in the hospital and then you know one of my girlfriends she came but for the most part you know like I don't know like my mom never came and then like I had text my brother one of my brothers wasn't speaking to me at the time um and so you know but he hadn't like said shit back and you know I don't know so by like it's just a bunch of different things so by the time Thanksgiving morning kind of rolled around I don't know I just felt really sad you know and I just remember waking up just like really sad that morning and like but then my family like really geared around me and What? I don't catch a fish today, I'm gonna be so blown, bro. What? I don't catch a fish today, I'm gonna be so blown. <laughs> that one took me so long. I was like trying to catch fish and she stopped where the line, I couldn't catch nothing. Still. Dang. <sighs> <laughs> Y'all. But I don't know, that morning I just feel like I woke up and I was super sad. And then like my husband was like why, like, 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 why you worried? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I didn't know I was worried either. But I'm going to tell you, my homegirl literally, like, I'm going to just shout all these people out because they were the bomb. Like, she got up. I made a damn grocery list, like, and she went to the only store that was open, which was, like, on the island. Like, she rode on the island and went shopping for me. And we ended up having, like, a homemade... I mean, I say homemade as Thanksgiving, but everyone's Thanksgiving is pretty much homemade. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're, like, you with your family... Like, normally you gather big with your family or whatever, whatever. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't that kind of vibe. It was more like the family that we had kind of... Like, you know how they say your tribe is the people that... Or your family is the people that you... That love you. or Not necessarily who you are born into being family with. And that's exactly, like, the vibes for Thanksgiving. Like... Because, like, I woke up all sad because of, like, the family members, I guess, I was expecting, you know, to, like, hit me up or link up or, you know, just things that would just would usually happen, I guess. And not only that, but I had just had a baby and, y'all, I shit you not, like, my maternal grandmother did not hit me up one time. Like, and that shit had, like, really killed my feelings because, like, I felt like, like, I don't know. I mean, well, y'all know why shit. That's my grandma. Like, I'm like, so does she just not know that I had had my baby or what? Like, she didn't say shit. Like... You know what I mean? So it was just really weird. And so, you know, we ended up having this, like, I, it's not, it was like a fun ass Thanksgiving, like, like, because we ended up, um, we just ended up like cooking food. Like we made food, you know what I'm saying? Like it was like, it was like a gathering of love. Uh, for the small group of people that we did have, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, my husband got outside, he got on the grill, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because we really couldn't do much of nothing, like, you know what I mean? Like, we couldn't go nowhere. Um, so, it was more like a, 
a, a non-traditional, I would say a non-traditional Thanksgiving, but it was really beautiful because of the way that our community of people that we dealt with really sur- kind of like surrounded us at that time and just kind of offered support with everything that we had had going on. So ultimately, I remember just feeling like really like grateful for Thanksgiving, my Thanksgiving experience. And I just felt like so like loved in that moment. Like I just, I ended up not being sad, you know, and I was just really happy. Like, and then, so we just kind of like went, continued on in that, I guess, motion, if you will, um, for the next couple of days or whatever, because, you know, it was, it was, it was the vibes. <laughs> it was the good vibes that I was really appreciating. Um, but so, yeah, so, so, um, but yeah, so anyways, we had those good ass vibes um, for Thanksgiving and I was really thankful for the people that, you know, I was thankful for the people that were in our lives. And I remember I meant to go around the table. Like I did not, I, I mean, it, I was at one point I was like, I was going to make everybody go around the table and say why they're thankful, you know, but then I don't even know what happened, but like, we never got around to it. <laughs> like, I don't know, but that's what I was thankful for for Thanksgiving is the way that our community of friends and, you know just really kind of like showed us hella love really and I really just I can't I can't say how much I appreciate it like you know when you just first give birth obviously you can't go anywhere but like to have somebody go do all your damn shopping like it was it was huge so I was appreciative um and helped me to cook you know I really couldn't cook and everything and that's why I was like that's why I guess I was sad that morning because I'm thinking to myself like you know like how am I gonna feed everybody like you know we would normally have like hella food from like family houses and you know it's just I don't know everything about it was just like totally different than I'd ever experienced and it just was I don't know like heartbreaking type shit in my mind and then like I told you then also just the disconnects and family you know that I felt like I was experiencing at the time you know that Jansen arrived it was just I don't know like I didn't I just didn't like it and so, um, so fast forward from there and now we just, I'm just all, I'm home during the daytime and I'm just like eating this baby up. Like y'all just sniffing the shit out of him. Cause that's all you do when you have a baby, right? Is sniff the new baby smell. And we just cuddle all day long, you know, which I was like, so I also, okay, this is my first time I will admit, but it was my first time ever like coming home and like still having like other children like obviously with the, with my second son I still had an older son but he was older you know what I mean so it was not like I had to like wipe his ass or anything you know what I mean whenever I got back home this go around is not the same right because I have a whole one-year-old and he's like demanding as hell so I'm thinking to myself like you can't go home being a weak bitch like you have to like you have to like still do things like you know what I mean like I didn't want to like just like I know I needed to rest, but at the same time, like I rested, I felt like I was listening to my body. So what I, that was like my biggest thing. I kept saying like, I'm going to just listen to my body. If my body tells me I need to rest, then I'll rest. But other than that, I was going to push myself because, you know, I just didn't want to like, let that be like the reason why I'm not doing things or, you know, just like get lazy. So I still, you know, like I, if I made time, I could, you know, make time during the day, one day, or, you know, maybe one day. I would wash dishes or something like I remember one day um, my cousin texted me like what you doing I didn't see it right away but then I'm like nothing girl just you know wash dishes but wash the baby wash dishes and now I'm just sitting on my ass eating like <laughs> and I but I was so accomplished that day because I had washed dishes like I felt so good about it like I had washed the baby and washed dishes and like he was so cuddled up y'all swaddled and like just knocked the hell out like because we had just not like obviously he doesn't do anything but look at me 
But you know what I mean? Like, we had just spent the whole day, like, loving each other and cuddling and shit. And then I got up and bathed him. And once you bathe a baby, y'all know. Y'all know that a baby gonna sleep good. So he was, like, knocked out. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna wash the dishes. And after I washed the dishes, I felt so good about it. Like, like yes. Like, I'm gonna still be able to, at some point, work myself into another routine. Like, because, y'all, I just have to thrive off that. Like, I need routine. Like, I need routine and I need organization to be my best self. Like, And that's that's how I felt. Like, I'm like, yes, I'm going to rebuild my routine. So afterwards, um, so, yeah, so, I mean, every day just kind of felt like a blessing, you know, because he really kind of brought, I, in my mind, I say I felt like at the time, kind of towards the end of my pregnancy and, like, his, the beginning, you know, like, at the first couple weeks, Really, towards the end of my pregnancy, I just felt like, I don't know, he had brought, like, peace to my home. Like, I was already feeling that. Like, I was already feeling the peace coming from him. Because, I don't know, like, everyone, for the most part, was just on one accord, you know. And, I don't know, it just seemed like it was more peaceful. And then, when he came, at first, now, I will tell you that I was losing my fucking mind. Because I was really scared. Like I said, for one, I hadn't, like... The gap between my first two is seven and a half freaking years. Like, I need you to understand this. I never even imagined that I was going to have children again. So when I did, I was nervous then, but I was like, okay, well, at least, like, my kid's not half grown, but you know what I'm saying? At least my boy half grown. He's going to do his own thing. But this time I was, like, really scared because I was like, like, technically my one-year-old is still in pull-ups. And I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, like, how are we going to do all these diapers and, like, how the heck am I going to take them places? Like, <laughs> like I'm just thinking to myself, like, how is my life going to be after this? Like, I, you know, I guess things that any mother would think, I guess, by her third kid, especially if you had the last two back to back. Like, I'm thinking, you know, like, I have two littles, you know. But I'm also, like, excited because I'm thinking to myself, like, they're going to have so much fun together, like, legit. Like, they're going to be, like, the best of friends. So, I mean, I was eager, very eager to see that relationship develop as well. And, you know, but, um... So, um, the first, like, I don't know, the first, like, couple days with everyone, all, all like, I don't know, I just felt, uh, I felt slightly overwhelmed in the mind. Everything is a mind thing with me, y'all know, because I'm a Virgo, and I just be overthinking shit a lot of the times, but I felt overwhelmed in the mind, but it was going, like, it was, like, you know, like, as we continue to progress through the days, I just started feeling like, you know, like, we got this, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we got this. And, like, I had finally, I felt like, you know, I had sat and thought about the best way that I could. Um, because we also ultimately ended up deciding to take our one-year-old out of daycare. Um, I don't know, with COVID and just, like, you know, daycares is just, like, a cesspool for, for germs. Like, and not only that, but, like, y'all, if you send your kids to daycare, please make sure that they're not teaching them just off YouTube. Like, I'm not saying that they were only teaching them off YouTube, but I'm just saying that I got strong only YouTube-ass vibes. And, like, I'm a very hands-on mom. Like, I need flashcards and, like, fucking, you know, I don't know, get some cars or some shit that are different colors and teach my baby with real shit. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. Let my baby put shit in his hands and tell him what color it is and then make him repeat that shit. Like, that's how we teach. Like, I don't know. But it's daycare is not the same, okay? Daycare is just not the same. Or at least the, maybe we chose the wrong one. I don't know. But I just feel like that ultimately we, we made the decision to take him out. So I'm like, actually, as you, one might think, I would have been like, oh, hell no. I was actually really, really, really excited about having, you know, my, my two littles home because 
I don't know. I just felt like I was going to get to be like, I don't know, super mom or some shit. Like, I don't know. I love kids. Ultimately, I really always have. You know, I used to babysit and shit when I was younger. So I don't know. Like, I just felt like, like, you know, I'm raising them together. Really. You know, they were already going to get raised together, but like, they're going to see a lot (laughs) of each other and me. So I had like this game plan, um, because I also have personal goals, you know, like I told you guys, I'm going to be committed to this podcast. So I'm going to drop a new episode every Sunday, um, every Sunday morning. So I'm like, okay, get up early every Sunday morning. You know, I have to put that on my schedule. Um, and then I'm also doing some things, you know, for my own growth in the background. I read books and shit, you know, more often nowadays. And so I'm trying to like plan out how I can like make this shit happen. And I have this awesome ass boba wrap. Y'all, let me just shout out the boba wrap because they're the shit. Like I would put my little baby in that boba wrap y'all. And then I could get shit done. Like, cause I have both my hands free. Um, so my game plan in my mind, I was going to get up every morning or get up every morning, like, you know, do my morning routine with them. And then we were going to go and spend our days at the library because that way I could get my work done. Um, and then also my one year old could literally run around. They have a whole little area of run around, read little baby books. And then I could just bubble wrap the heck out of my baby. Like, (laughs) so I was thinking that that was what I was going to do. Right. Um, and that's what I was pretty much looking forward to. But unfortunately, before I got the opportunity um, to really execute all of the things, I guess, that I in my mind, I guess, plan to execute. Um, and this also will, you know, I, I wanted I was like, I'm going to get on here and tell them, like, I hope y'all forgive me because I know that I had just said, like, you know, I'm going to be dedicated to the podcast. I'm going to drop a new episode every Sunday morning. I had said that one Sunday. The next Sunday, I did do it. Y'all, I was late. Okay, I will admit it wasn't at 10 o'clock. But don't even come for me, okay? Because y'all, lucky y'all even got an episode, okay? That's just being honest. Like, <laughs> like I'm still working through it, okay? I'm still trying to get my routine together for the consistency, right? And, um, but, you know, I don't know. I thought y'all were going to be mad at me. So I was like, I'm going to come on here and be like, y'all forgive me. But by the third week, I was unable to find the words to say to really explain or to talk to you guys about the passing of my baby. Because um, on the on the on December, the night of December 14th, we went to bed just like we always did. And we loved on him and kissed on him and. I remember he woke up whiny and his daddy had, I walked to the back, I heard him whining and I'm like, okay, I'm coming back there. Cause I went up to the kitchen and like, give me some food. Cause I was hungry. Y'all know I'm always hungry. And normally I'm always eating on the podcast, but this morning my appetite has left me. Um, because I was, I'm still, like, I'm so nervous right now. Like I'm shaking just damn near because like, it's so like weird to just talk to you guys. And I never felt like this on the podcast. Y'all know I've never felt weird about talking about to anybody about anything, really. But um, I remember he just woke up and, you know, was a little cranky. And I walked in the back and his dad has him on his chest, like, patting him. And I remember thinking for one, I don't know why, but, like, in the, like, short second that I saw them, I was like, oh, look at them. They so cute. <laughs> like I was thinking, like, they so cute. Look at him. But I'm like, uh-uh, you know, you got to go to work the next day. So you just give me that baby. And so, um, he handed him over and went back and got some sleep. And so I took him up to the kitchen with me to eat because I was not y'all fixing some noodles. Like I was fixing noodles. It wasn't like I was making a gourmet meal. So, you know, I just didn't even boba wrap him. I just held him in, um, in his little blanket 
And um, y'all, I just remember like he was smiling so much like that night. Like it was weird as hell. Like, I mean, it wasn't weird because, you know, babies smile, you know, in their sleep and whatnot. But this night was just weird. Like it was like he smiled back to back to back to back to back. Like, you know, you be trying to catch a baby smiling like, you don't, you know, you don't just like expect that they're just gonna be smiling all the time but he just that day that night we were eating i was eating my noodles y'all and i'm dogging them out and i'm like listen i'm like your mama over here dogging these noodles out and i'm just looking down at him and he's literally like smiling his ass off and so i'm just like i remember saying to him literally i was like well, what has got you so happy you just over there like smiling like you know and um so not much longer after that we laid down and um and I, I put him in his little bed bassinet and he wasn't having that shit. <laughs> so, um, which it was weird because like, I don't know, we had kind of, I had kind of started noticing that he had become like starting to get spoiled because y'all know we wasn't, we can't, you know, when they're little, you just can't let your baby cry for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a little baby cry is okay, but like, you can't let your baby like cry, cry. Cause like, then you just start feeling hurt inside. So, you know, he had started getting a little spoiled and, um, but, you know, he started getting a little fussy. So y'all know what it is. Time for the titty time. <laughs> That's what I'll be cracking myself up. Like me and other moms that breastfeed, like we'd be like, yeah, bitch, it's titty time. Because <laughs> it's time to give this baby some titty <laughs> for real. Because, you know. That's what they want. That's what they want. That young anyway. And my baby was literally always rooting. Like, always. They call it rooting. But, like, when you know how if you put anything next to their little face and they just turn real hard, like, to try to suck it because they think it's a poop. It's just, I don't know. But, anywho, yeah, so we went to bed. And, um, unfortunately, when we woke up to check on him, when we woke up in the night, when we checked on him, he was no longer there. And, um, I don't know. Like, I don't know how, I didn't know how to say that shit to y'all, like, early on. I really couldn't say much of anything to anybody. Because I, I'm still trying to make sense of all of it in my own head. And I'm, like, also still, like, you know, there's also that responsibility to you know, to be strong for our other children. And my youngest doesn't really quite understand, but he does understand that he's looking for him. And, um, I don't know. Like, I made this podcast, like, to heal from shit. Like, at the time, I just felt like I was going through so much that I always wanted to, like, I always felt like I needed to talk or something. You know what I mean? Like, talking has always been really relieving and releasing to me or, like, you know. And at that time, I didn't journal as much anymore. Um, And so I made this freaking podcast so that I could, like, talk about things that hurt me and, like, heal from it or talk about how I grew from it or how I grew out of it or, you know, talk about things that maybe not didn't just hurt me but things that I feel like I was doing wrong. You know, and how I grew up and how we could grow up, you know. And, like, it's so weird because, like, the last name, the last episode that I made was called Grow the Fuck Up. <laughs> and I remember at the end, he cried one time on it. Like, so I know that my podcast is blessed. And 
I don't know. I know that I'm blessed. I feel blessed. I still feel blessed. Like, that's the craziest part about it. I still feel blessed. Like, I still feel blessed. I still feel really, really blessed. And I didn't come on this shit to cry today. So that's really another reason why I didn't fucking stick to the commitment. Because, you know, I knew y'all were going to be like, what the fuck? Like, this bitch just told us she was going to drop a new episode every Sunday. (laughs) I lied again. I always be lying to y'all. I don't know why. I don't be trying to. But I've never been through anything like this before. But I knew something was special about him. There were just things like like with all with both of my other children I named them very early on with him I just I don't know what it was I didn't I never knew what I was gonna name him I kept thinking like I don't know what I what we're gonna name this baby and his dad we were we agreed that you know we were we were just trying to come up with a name and we couldn't name him like we just like we just didn't even know or something I don't even know like but then I remember one day I was leaving work and I said, okay, God, you gave me this baby. Now you're going to name him. <laughs> I remember saying it just like that. Like, and literally like 30 seconds later, I heard the name Jansen in my mind. In my mind, I heard the name Jansen, Jansen, Jansen. And so I'm like, okay. So of course, you know, y'all know me. I'm looking the name up. I looked the name up. And it meant... God has been gracious. God has shown favor. (laughs) And God has been gracious. Because I got three weeks with my baby. Y'all, those three weeks. Oh, God. I've never wanted to press the rewind button so bad. Ever. I've never, ever, ever wanted to press rewind so bad. But those three weeks were the best damn three weeks. Like, and I just knew, like, it was like something in me just knew because y'all, the little paperwork that the hospital gives you says you can't start back driving until two weeks after you have your baby, which I didn't start back driving until two weeks after because. I remember, I you know, I remember it was during the holidays. And so I could, I, we had him like, you know, right before Thanksgiving. And so I, I had to make him, you know, his doctor's appointment and things like that. And when we tried to make it in the hospital, the pediatrician office was closed. And so I ended up not making it until the following week, I think. Um, so he was actually two weeks old. Um, for his first checkup and y'all he was like he was born he was six pounds four ounces he was six pounds four ounces matter of fact I was six pounds four ounces when I was a baby my mom told me when I told her and um (laughs) he was 20 inches long he was born at 9 7 a.m and um 
he was beautiful. Like, so handsome. He was so handsome and it was weird because we had just started, you know, I had on the third week, um, it was my first week with the littles at home by myself during the daytime. And I remember I was really nervous. Like I was really happy about it, but I was also nervous because it was just going to be on me, you know, and I'm thinking like. And I remember the first day, it was so good. Like, it went good. It went good. Like, I bathed them, bathed them. And I remember, like, oh, my God, I'm holding this little newborn. <laughs> all three of us had to bathe. I was trying to bathe all three of us. It was the craziest thing ever, y'all. Like, legit. Like, I'm holding this little tiny-ass newborn. And I'm trying to, like, call this thick-ass one-year-old. I'm trying to walk. I walk out of the bathroom, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" So I remember I had to get them dressed in the in the boys' room that day, and I just remember taking my time and lotioning everybody up. That was my favorite bathtub. Is literally my favorite thing because afterwards I massage them. I massage all my kids. I always have. It's like my thing that I do when I rub them down. I rub them, you know rub their calves and massage them and rub their feet and massage them and he was still so tiny that you know there really wasn't nothing to massage but I remember on his first checkup she asked me if I had any questions and the only thing I was really concerned about was his little stump had like I think it had gotten pulled in um the little umbilical cord stump you know I think it had gotten pulled in the um in the in his carrier because I had two carriers I had a boba wrap and I had a um I wasn't really sure but I thought it had gotten pulled but it didn't it didn't um it wasn't like bleeding um like or it wasn't like a like you know what I mean like just normal his brothers kind of was like the same way though and I don't know I remember she said she wanted to see him back in a week. He had gained, he was six pounds, 13.5 ounces. And I was like, I know, I know, I know that I know that I know that he's going to be seven pounds next week. Like, I just knew that he was going to be seven pounds next week, the next week. And the, the, day, the day I was supposed to take him to the doctor to find out was the morning we woke up. He was, he was gone. So I never got to find out. But I trust God. Y'all, this is like, I mean, I don't know. Like some days I feel like I want to escape my body. And some days I just feel like nothing at all. Like numb. Because I've never, ever, ever taken all this time to carry something. It's so beautiful. And I got to know him during my belly. And I used to talk to him. And I used to just pray, sing to him when he was in my belly. 
I used to do all those things. And I did those things when he came out. I used to sing to him, y'all. Oh, my God. When I sang to him, for one, let me just tell y'all that I do not. In my mind, I do not have a singing voice singing voice for real but when i sang to him he gave me his full attention like i never met a newborn that was moving as fast as he was like he was legit trying to crawl like it was weird like it, it was so weird like i remember we put him in his little bed bassinet and i remember y'all and i remember his dad walked in the room and he was like what the heck he was like who put my baby in this thing all crooked and i was like what are you talking about and I, and I walked in after, and he had, like, moved. Like, I had just laid him in it. And he had, like, moved, like, tried to, like, roll over. And his leg was, like, hanging over the little side of it. It was so funny. I remember, like, I was like, is this baby already trying to move? Is he already trying to move? And then, y'all, he used to, like, give you eye contact. Like, he would look you in your eyes, literally. Like, when I was singing to him, he looked me right in my eyes he looked me right in my eyes it was like he was telling me it was like every time because I just remember kept thinking like you know what newborn looks you like dead in the eyes like this like he holds it like and he was so expressive like his little eyebrows would curl up you could tell when he was mad just from his thick ass eyebrows he has his dad's eyebrows and um you know I don't know it's like I'm a mommy so my babies are just special to me and I just every day I want to hold them <laughs> every day I just want to hold them and we have got to get out of our house y'all I'm not even kidding <sighs> because I just can't like some days I just can't bear to be there It was so traumatic. Like, I ran, like, we, when I woke up, it was blood. Like, I don't understand. I still don't understand because they're talking about it's going to be months before we can even get an autopsy report. Like, and I just remember trying to give my baby CPR and rushing him to the hospital, but it just, nothing we did nothing we did could save him and and every day I just feel like I'm just waiting like I feel like I don't want to spend my whole life waiting but I just feel like every day I'm waiting to see him again I can tell you one thing I'm not afraid to die anymore there was like I spent the majority of my life being afraid of dying I don't know what it is but like it's just the thought of like I don't know just it's not even so much the actual thought of dying or how it happened it was never that it was always like the the what if of like what were like of the afterwards but now all I can think is just I'm not saying that I'm like rushing for it to happen but I'm eager eager to see him again and, and, and hoping that he even remembers me because we had such a short time we had such a short time together but I just wanted to offer you guys an explanation for why I broke the commitment so early and let you know that it's a new year And even though my baby didn't make it into the new year, I would be carrying him <laughs> even still.
in my heart, in my heart, in, in my essence of who I am. And I'm going to talk about him. I'm not going to be one of those people who just can't bear to talk about it. Because I love him. I love him, love him, love him. Like, if I could just climb up the clouds to go see him, visit him. I just, I've been praying that God would let me have a dream or something. Just let me know something. But I know that one thing I just think that was the most important was that when we left our, left that hospital and we didn't have our baby with us, we had to go back home without him. My husband, he told me that we had to keep our faith. And that's been the biggest thing on my mind every day. Just, just keep your faith. Just keep your faith. Because I have no clue. I have no clue and no understanding whatsoever. But I just have to keep my faith. And I trust God. I always have. Even in the times that I didn't trust him, I trusted him because I just knew that he would not do me in certain ways. But I just never in a million years ever, ever, ever thought that he would allow this. That's how I keep feeling. But my son's life was so purposeful. He was so... Just in three weeks, he made a world of difference and change. And, you know... And then there's still so much to learn about him, actually. I want to challenge everybody to read the book of Isaiah. If you listen to this episode, listen to this episode. If you listen to it, read the book of Isaiah. A lady prophesied to me when I was pregnant with him. And she told me that he would be like the prophet Isaiah. So, I know that I'm not the first woman. I hope and pray that I'm the last, even though I know it's unlikely, to lose a baby. So, I made this episode for all the women that have, who understand what it feels like. Who understand the pain that comes with it to be a mommy and lose your baby. It's painful. And, you know, I just feel like that we have to stay together because I also feel really strong because I thought I was going to just die. I thought I would literally die afterwards. Or spend every day just being depressed in the house and, and just like not able to function properly. But somehow I've been making it. Somehow I've been keeping going. But I think it's because I don't think he would want me to be sad. Because he was so happy that night. He was so happy. He was just smiling and smiling and smiling, literally. And I'm about to stop crying because I do not find it cute to cry and I do not publicly cry so this 
is not it. <laughs> okay, this is not it. But I want us to remember his the best way that we can. And that is by talking about it. And, you know, hopefully soon we can find out what happened with our little baby. You know. But, um, I missed you guys in those three weeks. I just, I don't know. (sighs) But I just, I couldn't talk to you. But I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here on Sundays. And we're going to be together. And I'm going to do everything that God asked me to do from this day forward literally yeah y'all ain't gonna be perfect i ain't gonna even pretend like i am so y'all already know that but i am gonna do whatever he asked me to do because i have to i just have to see my jansen again his name was jansen jaleel (laughs) jansen jaleel and Jaleel. So, this episode is dedicated to my sweet angel. Nothing can ever replace him in my heart. Nothing can ever replace him in my mind. Just in three weeks, I I look at the pictures all the time. I I replay the live ones especially, and I would do anything to hear that little baby cry. And I just remember that night he had gotten the a bath that was my favorite thing, and that's why I was so surprised he had gotten the bath and everything, and he was rubbed down. And I was surprised that he was fussy. He was a little fussy. And I was just feeding his little butt. And you know, when they're that little, they can't tell you what's going on with them. They can't tell you. But his life is so beautiful. And um, and I'm grateful. And I'm thankful. So, I'm not going to read any scripture to you guys this time. I'm going (laughs) to, it's crazy because I think about one of the days when we first started driving. I mean, when I was able to start driving, it was like that exact same week I had just started driving because I said I was going to, on my third week, I was going to take, start back taking my kids to school because everyone had been pitching in, you know, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, everyone had been pitching in to help, you know, help us really to, um, my, my grandmother was like, well, well, my paternal grandmother was doing all of my laundry legit. Like she was coming, getting big bags of laundry because I couldn't go nowhere. Like <laughs> it's like a laundry. And I'm like, we're a whole family of five, like in here up in this crib. Like you got five people laundry to do girl. And, um, Yeah, I remember I drove one day. I remember just remember this day. I think that God, I think that my spirit knew, you know, obviously before my natural self did, that I wasn't going to get to keep Jaleel. And um, I drove him one day. I just remember I drove and I drove and I remember I just cried 
I just kept crying and I didn't know why I was crying, but it was literally like days before I lost him. And um I remember I drove him onto the island and I parked outside the pier. And obviously we couldn't get outside. We can't go out. We couldn't go out cuz he was little. You know. Hell, we were just starting to be able to drive. Like, I remember I took such advantage of my day, his day to the doctor. I had already been to Starbucks with my baby. Like, y'all know I love to take my kids to Starbucks. <laughs> and I had already been. He had already been. You know, through the drive through. <laughs> we had already been through the drive through. And I remember, I don't know, this day I just, I just remember I took him to the pier. And I just took him out. I got in the back seat with him. Y'all, I can't even tell you. Like, I don't even know. I didn't even know at the time why I was doing it. But I remember I just took him out of the seat and I just, like, looked at him. And I just remember looking at him like, I don't know. I think my spirit knew I was going to have to give him back to God. But I looked at him and he was so damn cute. And I just kissed him and hugged him. And then I changed his little baby diaper. And I just loved him a little bit. And I, I and let me tell you, my windows need some tint. <laughs> Bad. The windows on the Jeep need tint, baby, okay? But it was these people who were um who were outside, uh which it was dark it you know it gets dark early as heck now it was not that late it was maybe like just freshly six o'clock but it was already dark and um i just remember fucking oh sorry (laughs) They, they they these people like saw him through the back window and they were so amazed like they were in the it was like they were in literal amazement like they had never seen a baby before or something and they were like through the window like trying to talk to me (laughs) like how old is he and stuff, you know. But um Yeah. I just wanted to talk to you guys. I'm gonna pray before we go because y'all know I'm not gonna read a scripture because I I need I haven't even cracked open my Bible today. But I I'm challenging you all to read Isaiah because if you listen to this episode this episode is dedicated to Jansen Jaleel. He is my baby. He was three weeks old. And he passed away. We still aren't sure why. Because he was born healthy. But... I want you to read Isaiah, the whole book of Isaiah. Because the lady, I remember the day that she prophesied this to me, that my baby would be like Isaiah. And when I opened up my Bible to read Isaiah, I remember when she first told me, and I opened, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go read Isaiah. And I remember I, I opened my Bible to read it. And I read, y'all, I just read the intro, okay? <laughs> I just read the intro. And I remember, I was like, oh, shoot, this is a bit long. <laughs> I was 
like, okay, well, Lord, I'm going to get back to it. <laughs> now you can't get my ass to stop reading it. I just want to know more and more clues about him. But I know that this is a perilous time that we're living in. And I know that Isaiah was a call to repentance. It talked about God's judgment on the people and how it, and it also gave hope. It, it was a judgment in the beginning and it gave hope by the end that of Jesus Christ coming. And I do believe that we are literally living in these days where a new heaven is among us, literally. And it'll be among us soon. I mean, look at all the natural disasters we're experiencing and the COVID and the just corruption. And the, I mean, I'm not saying that this these things haven't, you know, existed in the past. But think about what life really is. It's just cycles. Life is cycles. And we have cycled, I really believe, back to the time in which now we are going to need Jesus more than we ever have before. I know that I feel like I need him more than I ever have in my entire life. So, with that being said, Lord, I just want to say we thank you so much for Jansen's life. And thank you so much for everything that you're doing that we don't even know that you're doing. And just thank you for keeping us strong. And we pray that you just continue to do that. We pray for everyone who's listening that we charge them with the responsibility of reading your word and getting to know you more. Lord, I just I just want to be closer and closer to you each day. And I just pray that you restore hope for my family and the families of everyone because I know this isn't the first loss of the year of 2021 but Lord I pray that you help us now that we're in 2022 to get the more understanding and greater wisdom and knowledge and Father that you help us to restore hope in this year let this be the God has been gracious here for us all. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Bye, y'all. City, time to take my talent farther. Thank God I got blessed with this heart from my father. Send a prayer to our father, told him my gotta go harder. Wanna be that one in the million just to make it out the bottom. Decide to go alone, cause I'm tired of fake friends and my family who with me. But the numbers still slim, they sold me dreams, but I wasn't hearing them. Turned around and gave it back, they bought it on the whim. And chances high, you won't make it till you try. Would have rather went blind than to see eye to eye. I'm on another level, like I'm stepping on some pedals. All my flowers round me dead, I'm always stepping on pedals. Been grinding harder than ever. 
know I'ma see the other side when I get all the way up. Don't expect me to come down like being on the lift. I get lost and I drift. Memories of better days, they all left swift. Got up out my city, time to take my talent farther. Thank God I got blessed with this heart from my father. Sent a prayer to our father, told him I gotta go harder. Wanna be that one in a million just to make it out the bottom. Got up out my city, time to take my talent farther. Thank God I got blessed with this heart from my father. Sent a prayer to our father, told him I gotta go harder. Wanna be that one in a million just to make it out the bottom. Conversation with God, he say you gon' get it right. You know the sun always gonna shine right after the night. You was going through your season. He told me it's a reason. Hold on, keep believing. Told him I got impression, my people. The ones you look up to be the ones who dish you. Role models turn villains, but you can't let them bitch you. People so with to me. It's hard to process with mental. Baby, such an angel. I thought that heaven had center. Straightened out my agenda. Got it back to the center. If I was given another chance, I'd probably still be a sinner. But I was born to be a winner. Yeah. Gotta fuck my city, time to take my talent farther Thank God I got blessed with this heart from my father I sent a prayer to our father, told him I gotta go harder Wanna be that one in a million, just to make it out the bottom Gotta pop my city, time to take my talent farther Thank God I got blessed with this heart from my father Sent a prayer to our father, told him I gotta go harder Wanna be that one in a million, just to make it out the bottom